0: Hey guys, what's up and welcome to What's Your Angle podcast. Here we talk about life, relationships, and mental health. I'm Jessica. I'm Ryan. And let's jump in. Okay, <clears throat> so I have, I've got five questions here. I figure we'll just, questions and stories. I think this fir- first podcast is going to be a lot of cotton paste. Honestly.
1: Cotton paste?
0: Cotton paste, yeah
1: cotton paste
0: cotton paste <clears throat> so you haven't you don't know anything about these stories
1: i've just skimmed them over the last few minutes but no i don't know anything about these stories i don't know where they came from i don't know who sent them in so these are all nameless faceless stories
0: and <laughs> great so we created uh, i created a um a google forum a forum forums what's it called
1: yeah, to collect information. Yeah, to
0: collect info, uh, and had people submit stories or topics that we could uh, talk about. Um, and these—do
1: you know who these people are?
0: Uh-huh. I think I know who a handful of them are, only because okay. I posted on my Facebook page uh but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything because I think the advice or whatever we talk about regarding these stories is are things that I would you know tell them in person so it's, yeah that it, makes sense. It's not like you know I'm uh being secretive about them right okay, okay. We just dive on in uh how do you handle sharing household chores? I feel like I do a lot more than he does. He gives me a resentful feel This gives me a resentful feeling. I work three part-time jobs and he has one full-time. Plus, I take care of the pets, house, groceries, bills, entertainment, planning, vacations, etc. I'm so tired of begging for help. He feels his responsibilities stop at 6 p.m. How do I motivate him to take some of these things off my plate? <laughs> I know you're laughing.
1: Reading this question, I I assume I'm I'm assuming that the person who sent this in is female.
0: It feels like
1: who has a male partner. They long term relationship, could be married, could not be married, um definitely live together. I think that's all pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Reading this question and the way that it's phrased and the things that they're asking about suggests that this person's love language is acts of service, Okay, which I think is relevant. This is a person who feels loved when their, their person does things for them, okay. helps them contributes if you're in the kitchen washing the dishes they come over and they also kind of help wash the dishes that helps this person Mm -hmm. feel loved so a i'm gonna say that he uh, the partner the partner Mm -hmm. doesn't know that okay clearly doesn't know that clearly i
0: think so okay i think so or Maybe. could it be could it just be that he uh, assuming, we're just assuming that it, it's a female that submitted the question yeah. with, with a male partner. So assuming that, then he, he might be aware. And it just might be. doesn't know how to reciprocate okay, or the- handle that or or um Give her what she needs. Assuming this is a male-female relationship.
1: Sure. That, okay. Okay, I'll give you that. that. That seems like it tracks. I think more often than not, he just doesn't know. He just hasn't thought about it. It hasn't occurred to him. I think that's probable.
0: Okay.
1: Let's say. <clears throat> uh, so that's number one. Number two... I feel like I do a lot more than he does. And I think this is funny because you and I have had the same discussion.
0: I think this is a... I think that you, you and I have
1: had the same discussion. And we have had conversations where you feel like you do way more than me. And I feel like I do way more than you. Yeah. Obviously, that can't be possible. But what that has led me to believe for you and I is that you and I tend to focus on different things Yeah, and that there are things that you think about when you think about chores and there are things that I think about when I think about chores and I don't always do the chores that are important to you just like you don't always do the chores that are important to me and I think that's how we ended up feeling the way that we did at least the last time that we had that discussion.
0: I think for us yes that that is the case but I do feel like from experience Mm -hmm. there are partners that don't contribute yeah and that they just expect hundred percent you know everything so it's it's hard to assume like we can't even assume sexes in in this question but it's it's i think it's it's hard to assume yeah so how how i think i
1: think it's just Playing the odds like how likely is it that it's this or that Right. Um, which doesn't mean it's going to be perfect it's just it's the likelihood
0: so the two questions <laughs> that this person is asking mm-hmm. is how do you handle sharing household chores mm-hmm. and how do you motivate him oh well they do use him how do you motivate him to take right. some of these things off of their plate mm-hmm. So,
1: so I take care of the pets house Groceries, bills, entertainment planning, vacations, etc. I think one thing to ask is, is this person more the, I don't want to necessarily say type A, but perhaps the more organized of the partners?
0: Yeah, well, that's you and I. I mean,
1: in which case, <laughs> it makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: That <clears throat> it, do, it, doesn't,
1: it doesn't mean that it, it's okay for things to be uneven, but if these are the things that you are good at, then it it might make sense that these are the things that you either pick up or you take the initiative on and they help. But it might be that they feel like they're doing some things that you're not doing. Right. Again, because different people have different ideas of what are the chores.
0: Well, I agree. Yeah. I agree in that aspect. I think what what this question is missing Mm -hmm. is is the key word of communication yeah the the person who has submitted this question it's a lot of i feel like Mm -hmm. i he he feels his responsibilities stop at 6 p.m is that just is that just you assuming that's how he feels or has or he, has he, has said, he that? said that my responsibilities stop at 6 p.m.? Yeah.
1: So if we if we take a look at this with you and I, I take the lead on paying the bills. Mm-hmm. I take the lead on going to the grocery store.
0: If, Thankfully. <laughs> yeah.
1: If there's like, hey, there's something going on in town. Why don't we go check it out this weekend? That's usually you. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I, I don't... I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Like we can go do something. Cool. We can stay home. Cool. I'm easy. I don't care.
0: You and I, we we split up the responsibility and I wouldn't even say split because it's split in the, in the, in the aspect of here's the things that you do and here's the things that I do. But I, I don't think it's 50, 50 and it shouldn't be 50, 50. I think that some days you put in 80% and I can only give in 20%. Yeah. Some days we are at both 50%. Mm-hmm. Some days I do the 80 and you do the 20%. Mm-hmm. It, it all really just comes down to my favorite word, communication. Letting the other person know, letting your partner know how you're feeling and where you are.
1: The last sentence in this is, how do I motivate him to take some of these things off my plate?
0: Motivation. <clears throat> if you were the partner, mm-hmm. if if this was us, if and you needed me to be motivated, mm-hmm. how would you handle that?
1: So, one of the things that I learned very young, was one of the things that my dad very specifically tried to teach me, and of all the things that he tried to teach me, that's probably like the one thing that really stuck is you cannot change anybody but yourself. And sometimes that sucks. Yeah. Because you're like, why won't they be different? <laughs> and we're laughing because we know what that yeah. feels like. Yeah. Um You cannot change anybody but yourself. You can change how you feel. You can change your perceptions of the situation. You can change what you do and how you respond. Mm -hmm. You cannot change the other person. You just can't.
0: How do you motivate them, though?
1: Well, I'm, I'm getting to that. But I think that's the first thing that you have to understand. You can't change the other person. The other person has to be willing to change themselves. Right. How do I make them be willing? Well, you just missed the point. <laughs> you just missed the point. Yeah. So, in in what I would consider a healthy friendship, relationship, healthy relationship, you should be able to sit down and say, yo, this is how I'm feeling. These are some examples of why I feel this way. This is... My perception of your situation, you say, you know, my perception is that you believe that your responsibilities are done at 6 p.m. Is that actually true or have I just made an assumption? Uh-huh. Right. So getting clarity on that and listening to him and what he has to say and what he thinks. Um, it could also be, you know, either this is working for both of you. Or it's not working for both of you.
0: Yeah.
1: Ideally, I, I'm I'm assuming you want to get to a, th- a place where things work better between the two of you, rather than just saying what we have between us isn't working. So let's just call the whole thing off. Right. Presumably, you're trying to do the first thing before resorting to the second thing. I think in in that case, have that conversation. Let them know how how big of a deal this is
0: yeah communicate
1: communicate yes (laughs) um but how to more specifically communicate is let them know how you're feeling let them know what your perceptions are and why the things that have happened that have caused you to form those perceptions and let them explain and let them talk but also you may need to lead the conversation with this chore situation is not working for me. It's not working for me. Right. And something has to change because the current situation is unsustainable. You know, I can't be doing this for the rest of my life. That doesn't, that's not going to work. Right. So understanding that, yes, there is a problem, which doesn't just mean, hey, you, you're the problem and you have to change. Because you can't change anybody but yourself.
0: No, but you can.
1: But identifying, yeah. These are some things that are or are not working. What are your thoughts on this? Well, okay, um, I, okay, I understand that, or no, I don't understand that. It feels like this or that, right. and you know. But these are the things that need to change, and also saying, you know, I feel loved when you help me do these things like that's how i feel love the best way for you to show me love is to help me with some of these things when you see that i'm starting on the dishes or you see i'm working on dinner or you see whatever and it might not even necessarily be can you do it instead of me although it might be but other times it could simply be can we do this together right and that eases the load for the one person while the other person has a chance to kind of you know lift up and elevate and and do a little more, and it will help the person who sent this in to feel like loved and understood and and listened to and appreciated and things yeah, like that
0: absolutely uh sometimes though you've you've done those things mm-hmm. you've you've expressed you've communicated, and things still aren't getting done. So then I think at that point, you know, it, it might be a, a question of, is this, is this the right person?
1: <clears throat> I, I think there's a step before that.
0: Well, I, I guess I've kind of gone, in my head, this mm-hmm. person, fe- it feels like this person has already ex- expressed to their partner how they're feeling. And in my head, it feels like that this person is at the end. Based on the, the they question. they might be that, yeah they might yeah be. for for this particular person that that's that's who I'm talking mm-hmm. to is if you submitted this question then and you have explained and expressed and communicated and done all of the things that you're supposed to be doing in a relationship mm-hmm. and that person still is not hearing or caring or listening or choosing to make an effort in that direction, then that person that might not be for you. Or you might not yeah. be for that person.
1: I, so there's one other thing that I think is worth thinking about, considering working on. And this is something that you can work on for yourself, that a, a person could work on for themselves. Oh, I thought you were coming at me. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, first episode. No, no. A, that a person could work on for themselves. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Remember that conversation excuse me, remember that communication is bidirectional uh-huh. there are There's this thing I read a long time ago, and again, it's advice that I think has really helped me as I've grown up and matured and you know become more adult. there are at the simplest level, you can break communication down into three buckets or communication styles between people into like three big buckets one is you could just like give them a look and they know exactly what you're talking about and you don't even have to say anything Mm -hmm. you know um my my favorite example of this is that scene in uh ocean's 11 with brad pitt and george clooney Mm -hmm where they're sitting there at the bar and Brad Pitt just has his head down on the bar. And George Clooney comes up. He's like, you got 10. We we have 10 for this heist that we're going to do. You think 10 is enough? Maybe we need 11. Maybe we need one more. You think we need one more? Yeah. Yeah, let's get one more. And all the dialogue is George Clooney and Brad Pitt just still has his face down (laughs) on the bar. (laughs) And it's great because that's a great example of you're just on the same page you're just right and that that's great because you can use shorthand and the other person knows exactly what you're talking about Mm -hmm. it's a very easy way to communicate the next level up is a little more deliberate for example you know this is what i said is this what you heard you know, this is what I think I'm communicating. Did you receive it in the way that I thought I was communicating? Yeah, it?
0: that way. <clears throat>
1: and it's just it's it's a little more effort, it's a little more paying attention, but it's it's one of those things where it's like message sent was the message received. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Last, because last one, That doesn't always happen.
0: No, and with
1: you and I. You and I, I I think there's a a decent amount of time, a good chunk of the time. Because we're so different as people and we have such different experiences, we do have to kind of go to like, this is what I said, (laughs) but is this what you heard? And there are times when we thought we had communicated with each other, but what you told me... I heard something completely different and vice versa. For
0: sure. Oh, yeah.
1: I think we were talking about this uh, before we started recording. <laughs> where, um, what were we talking about just before? Like, I know we were talking about exactly this.
0: It was, I don't know, computer stuff getting everything hooked up.
1: Yeah. Anyway, there was a moment before we started recording where I'm like, you know, this is what I said. Oh, about uh, assuming. Oh, yeah. Or, like, when I say, this needs to get done, what I'm not saying is, <laughs> you didn't get this done, but that's what most people hear. Yeah. What I'm saying is, this is a checkbox that needs to end up checked. If it's already checked, cool. If it's not checked yet, let's yeah. do the thing. And uh, but, you,
0: <laughs> But you. that's
1: something that I do, but sometimes when I say, hey, let's make sure that thing gets done, you're like... Whoa, it's already done.
0: Yes, because the majority, <laughs> the majority of people, as I, I was saying earlier, I know the majority of people don't do what you do. The majority of people <sighs> would get offended if you were like, hey, be nice to that laptop <laughs> or whatever that was the, what it was, or yeah. whatever the situation is. When we were
1: having software and camera problems, and you started shouting obscenity is at the computer well
0: fuck the laptop now that's what that's <laughs> stupid okay
1: like be nice to it
0: <laughs> jumping on the question two.
1: <clears throat> Oh, just to finish that last thought okay there are three buckets we talked about the first two yep the last one is i don't understand anything that comes out of this person's mouth like whatever they say whatever their language is the whatever language they're speaking i have no idea what they're Gebrish, talking about yeah like ever i've only had a couple of cases of that in my life where the way that one person thought and spoke was so different from me that i'm like i i can't understand a single thing that you're trying to say
0: <laughs>
1: like like we need to get a translator in here because i have no idea what you're I talking like about that
0: with the kids sometimes like <laughs> they'll say something and i'm like just blankly look at them like what the hell did you just say <laughs>
1: And I don't think we're saying like sus or no cap. No, it's like
0: <laughs> real words.
1: Yeah, real words in there. They're trying to explain <laughs> something and you're just like, that that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever.
0: No, no. Okay, are you ready for question two? I am. I am going through a very hard phase of my life financially and am working a lot to make sure I can pay back all of my family loans before starting a family. Mm -hmm. I have a girlfriend who is amazing, but we are starting to have a lot of friction because of how long I work. Mm -hmm. I'm giving Ryan eyeballs.
1: I'm ignoring the eyeballs.
0: Recently, I have also had a lot of pressure from her parents to get married. But honestly, I'm not in any state to consider marriage, even though I love her very much. I need help. Part of me feels like running away and being a digital nomad like I used to be before. Like just, I used to be before, just to get away from all of this. Yeah.
1: Why don't you take the lead on this one? I have some very specific thoughts, but I want to hear yours first.
0: So, I, you guys are going to hear me talk a lot about communication and communicating and communicating and communication. What? And communicating and huh? communication. <laughs> uh, for me, that's how I build a lot of my relationships uh, on is the foundation of communication. So, for me, I, f- I feel like, okay, I'm assuming this is a dude. Sounds like a dude. I'm assuming it's a dude.
1: Well, let's be more specific. Sounds like a man. A man. Because a dude, we grew up in California, so dude could be Anybody. a person, it could be a, a woman, it could be a slice of pizza, yep. it could be the gas pump.
0: It could, it could literally just mean like...
1: Yeah, dude could be anything. anything. Okay,
0: so. <laughs> this sounds is like a man. A man. Mm-hmm. Um... A young man.
1: Probably twenties. Yes. I, I get the vibe.
0: Yes, I'm 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 feeling a young family mm-hmm. who's trying to get started. I think that if you're not ready to get married, don't. Because getting married before you're ready causes a whole other round of chaos. Mm-hmm. I think that your girlfriend sounds amazing. Your girlfriend sounds caring, mm-hmm. and uh, I think maybe if you were to have a com- if you were to have a communication, if you were to have a talk with her and let her know how you're feeling, then it feels like your girlfriend would be understanding and sympathetic towards the situation. And honestly, your girlfriend might even be feeling the same thing.
1: From from the parents?
0: From, well, as far as maybe not wanting to get married right away. Okay. Or something similar to that. As far as your girlfriend having friction towards you because you work long hours, let me just tell you <laughs> that... It's hard being in a relationship with somebody who does work long hours because Ryan what works.
1: What? What? Yes,
0: you work. What are you talking well, about? Well, we both do when when we're in the yeah. groove. Um, but you, I think, I is it, it's noticed more because you work from home. Okay. So when five o'clock, six o'clock hits, and I'm expecting to spend some time with my man, you're still upstairs tapping away on the keyboard. So I've had to learn to be flexible and Mm -hmm. communicate how I'm feeling with my husband, because I understand that there are some days that he needs to work early or work late. Um, But maybe you and I have a date planned that night or Mm -hmm. we've got friends in town or something. So what I usually like to do at the beginning of the week is be like, Hey, just a reminder Thursday, We've got dinner and we need to leave the and house.
1: That's why you do that. At
0: four o'clock. Yes. We need to okay. leave the house at four o'clock. Got it. So that comes on Monday. <laughs> it comes on Tuesday. It comes on Wednesday and it comes several times on Thursday.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's legit.
0: But you need it. <laughs> I feel like you need it. You get, you get.
1: The work that I do is very mentally consuming. Yeah. And I have a lot of responsibilities and there are a lot of things that are on my plate. And while I do my best to juggle and prioritize.
0: Balls get dropped.
1: There's just sometimes there's just a lot going on. Which
0: is fine because if we go back to question number one as far as responsibilities Mm -hmm. and things go. I've taken on the responsibility of being the clock being the reminder being awesome being the (laughs) hey just a reminder hey just a reminder Mm -hmm. so that works for me but i i feel like if you're not ready to get married dude don't wait um the digital nomad comment hits me in my in my soul because (laughs) i feel like every day I'm trying to convince Ryan to move to Greece or Mexico or somewhere and just let me sell jewelry down by the beach. And he can do his work from home in whatever bungalow office we have. So, like, I feel that digital nomad comment. (laughs) But running away from your problems won't solve anything. So I think that that's my take.
1: Yeah. Uh, My take is very similar. You said right here, honestly, I am not in any state to consider marriage, even though I love her very much. Yeah. That is legit. And that is cut away everything else. That is the truth.
0: Yeah, right there.
1: If you are not ready to get married, look at me. (laughs) If you are not ready to get married, do not get married. It's a whole thing. It's a whole extra responsibility.
0: It's not just a piece of paper, even though it is just a piece of paper. Uh, it's, it's well, <laughs> it, <laughs> they
1: <clears throat> a, a, a slight tangent. Yeah. You? There are two completely different things that we in America call marriage. Uh-huh. Two completely different things. We have one word for it. They're two completely different things. Okay. One is the relationship between yeah. two people. Yes. Or if you're in a throuple, three people,
0: right? Or more. Or
1: mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. <clears throat> um, that is a marriage in that that is the relationship between two people is you have made a commitment to each other or others whatever, whatever that looks like. Yeah, a commitment. Um, You've made that commitment. You're there, you're in it, you're not going anywhere, you're not planning to go anywhere. That is the commitment of marriage. Mm -hmm. The other thing that is separate and different, but that we use the exact same word for, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is a written legal contract (laughs) that we have With the governments.
0: I'm shaking my head.
1: In in this country. (laughs) Those are two different things. Yes. We have one word for it.
0: To To some people.
1: So, if you're there and you're committed and you're in it, that's great. But signing legally binding paperwork is a whole other thing that has nothing to do with your relationship. Yeah. That's a whole thing.
0: Government, stand their <clears throat> nose where it don't belong. So,
1: whatever your opinions of the government or governments in general are, it's a. <laughs> <least> <laughs> stop gymming the camera. <laughs> um, that's... It's, it's legal paperwork that has nothing to do with your relationship and what's going on between two people. Right. So, coming out of the aside. <laughs> do not get married if you're not ready to get married <laughs> having said that <clears throat> this is definitely something to communicate about to have a conversation about um
0: oh and i'm gonna i'm gonna interject quite yeah. honestly it's none of her parents business
1: oh yeah 100 percent.
0: like none and good on you for wanting to pay back family loans and stuff before starting a family, mm-hmm. but like it's not it's not <clears throat> the only part of the the family's like business that involves this mm-hmm. is the loan situation.
1: Yeah. Um it looks like there are two things here. There are two things that need to be prioritized.
0: Okay. Number one?
1: Well, Number one and number two is up to this person. But the two things that need, where their prioritization needs to find some kind of balance is work to make money to pay back and committing to this girlfriend long term. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You can kind of juggle, kind of balance, but if there's friction, if she's feeling like there's friction, what that means is that you are prioritizing work more. Mm Mm-hmm and she is feeling like she's below the 50%. -hmm. Conversely, you can give her more than 50% and do work a little bit less, but then it's going to take longer to make the money to pay off the loans and the things like that. You have to have a prioritization Mm
0: -hmm.
1: first with yourself, and you need to be able to tell yourself the truth. The other is have a conversation with the girlfriend maybe that's a good conversation. Maybe that's a bad conversation, but uh, you gotta be able to tell yourself the truth because there are obviously two things creating friction with each other Mm -hmm. in your life. And it's only going to continue to have friction until it resolves. And the only way it's going to resolve is to tell the truth about your priorities and which is number one and which is number two.
0: Yep, because those things will implode yeah. very quickly.
1: <clears throat> and if you get married before Oof. you've resolved that, <laughs> then you could end up losing both. Everything. <laughs> so yep. take your time. So if good- you need to spend time thinking about it, spend time thinking about it. These are great things to, to ask about. These are good questions to ask yourself. Yeah. But you need to tell yourself the truth, mm-hmm. whatever that is. And just be honest with yourself. Yep. And then be honest with everybody else and just own that honesty. Even if it sucks, even if people get mad, even if people get their feelings hurt, even if it takes longer to pay stuff back. It's true. Just be honest and own that honesty.
0: Yep. Good luck to you, Mr. Digital Nomad. Yeah. All right. We're on number three. So, question... Hi, I'm in a quandary. I love that word.
1: Yeah, me too. Quandary.
0: I recently found an old high school love online. Ooh. I sent them a friend request, which they accepted. We've been chatting for several months, and my old feelings are resurfacing again. Ooh.
1: This is called an emotional affair. We
0: haven't even gotten to the problem. The problem is I have a live-in partner. Okay. They are single.
1: Your live-in partner is single or this person from high school is single?
0: It makes it.
1: It's worded ambiguously. Yes. I'm going to guess that the person that they're chatting with online is single.
0: Yes. I also am assuming that. Okay. Uh, My relationship is dull and boring to routine. Every day is the same thing. Nothing ever changes. I love this person, but not in love.
1: Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No,
0: buddy, this is you, sir.
1: (laughs) This is me. Um... I think the first thing to do is tell the truth that this is an emotional affair. That's what it is, straight up. I I think that if you're you know, everybody has different reasons for being in the relationships that they are, uh sounds like you what you really have is just a roommate. Yeah. Uh, So I guess the first question that I have for you is, do they know that they're a roommate? (laughs) Have you had that conversation? Have you defined anything or have you just left it ambiguous and uh, unclear and unspoken?
0: Have you communicated?
1: (gasps) What? Um, So I think that's, that's one of the first things to... To think about, um, there are people who are trapped in loveless marriages. Who, if you have the the means and the wherewithal, get out of that relationship and find a relationship that you're actually happy in. Because otherwise, if you're not in love with this person, you're cheating them and you're also cheating yourself.
0: Well, and this other out kind of, of out of potential happiness. Yeah, right. Like it's it's not good. You're
1: you're you're cutting every like everybody is being cut off at the knees here. Hi-ya. <laughs> <laughs> that should be like a soundboard, right? We thing. need one. Um, like a like one of the old Slim Shady tracks. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> um, So, so those are some of the first things. Uh, there are times when people are just trapped in relationships because of financial reasons or like they've, they've partnered together for some reason. Now they're financially dependent on each other or one person in the relationship controls the money. And then the other person in the relationship doesn't have the control. They don't have their own bank account. They don't have their own stuff. This doesn't sound like an abusive situation where it's like, I make the money. So it's my money and I will give you some stuff but i can take it away if you misbehave because yeah. that's that's a more abusive yeah, no, type of I relationship that
0: would have been said in the question yeah
1: I, I didn't get that from this i just wanted to identify that and then recognize like why we're setting it aside i it, this doesn't sound like that kind of situation no what it sounds like is just maybe you've just kind of been together for a long time and you kind of pool your money together to pay the bills but there's not really anything there yeah the fizzles I think that I think it would be very easy to stay there.
0: Well, yeah, of course.
1: I think that's the the path of of least resistance is just to stay there and not do anything about it. Mm -hmm. But you're also losing out on love. You're losing out on a lot of these other things. You're losing out on self-independence. You know, you're losing out on that. You're losing out on a lot of other things. That's not something that I would choose for myself. Right. That's not something that I did choose for myself. Or rather, there was a time in my life where I chose, I decided to choose something different and made a change in my life.
0: <clears throat> Vague.
1: <laughs> <laughs> where you love a person, but you're not in love with that person, and you make the call to and what you have. Yeah. It doesn't mean that, you know, caring about that person necessarily stops, but there's just not anything romantic there anymore. And I think it's important to recognize that and then make the changes in your life that you need to make so that you can open the doors to, you know, love and a future and happiness and things like that. But if you're not willing to rock the boat, you're not going to get no. what you want
0: no not at all i i is it my turn it's your turn <laughs> anytime you want your turn i think that old high school loves are dangerous i think
1: <laughs> agree i think that <laughs> hard agree <laughs> they
0: the, the the appeal of rekindling that flame is exciting
1: you're either not the person that you were in high school or if you are that is its own other problem <laughs> that's a whole other topic yeah
0: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah i agree i think that um it 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 could work it it might work it
1: could be fun for like a year
0: but ultimately that's a dangerous line you're you're toying with as far as the the old high school love goes but you're 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 in a relationship you're not single it definitely sounds like you guys have been together for a while um and that maybe you've fallen out of love with this person you your last sentence says i love this person but not in love and to me if you love somebody that's a friendship yeah slash family members yeah if you are in love with somebody that's your spouse or
1: it better not be family member <laughs> potentially spouse. <laughs> hey, we don't judge here do there's no judgment
0: <laughs> So I think that this is definitely a tricky situation.
1: I think that the healthiest option is one that is not discussed here.
0: But you need to break up with... The which different. is
1: to break it off with the person that you're with. Yeah. Be on your own for a while. Discover <laughs> who you are yeah. when you're by yourself. Because maybe you've forgotten who that person is. Mm-hmm. This is but true. Choose to be alone. Choose to, choose you yourself. know, choose yourself. Yep. Choose to be yourself and who you are and figure that out and be financially independent and be independent as a person. And then make decisions once you're in that good place. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I learned a long, long time ago that a lot of people haven't learned. People that I love very much have not learned this lesson yet. You will never make a good decision when you are fearful. No good will come to making decisions when you're afraid or fearful. Will never happen. So you have to get to a point where you have the confidence to be yourself and be your own person and handle your own life and not be afraid of financial problems or afraid of relationship problems or afraid of something else, because as long as you're in that spot, you're never going to make a good decision when it comes to this stuff. But with that, you know, I I hate to call it a a position of power, but it kind of is. It's, it's giving yourself the power to be in a good place where you're more likely to make good decisions for yourself and you're not stuck having to make decisions that you don't like because it's just like the best of some bad options getting sort of leveling yourself up Here. if we if we want to use video game parlance well, level up to a point where you can you can make those good decisions
0: choosing between two bad decisions is still a bad decision right so yeah well quandary good luck to you ma'am <laughs> 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 Next question. Ooh, this one is good.
1: I haven't read this one yet. It was below the fold.
0: Yes. I met a date at Starbucks, and he walked up to me and said, Oh, wow, you are fatter in person. (laughs) I never dated a fat girl. Me being me said, screw it, and went to his house, where I proceeded to drink all the alcohol. We went to have sex. I walked towards the bedroom. He says, oh, no, that room is for sleep. No sex. (laughs) I'm just reading the story here. (laughs) Ryan's giving me eyes. (laughs) Apparently, he used his spare room for that. After we finished, I got dressed and walked out to my car. He comes running after me. I say, don't even bother calling me. He got so mad so I look at him and say, you're welcome. A fat girl just gave you the best orgasm of your life. Now, fuck off. He called me for months begging to see this fat girl again. I just laughed and laughed. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, wow. wow.
1: Sometimes you see a red flag. Sometimes you see several red flags.
0: Sometimes the red flag is waving in front of you in the Starbucks parking lot. <laughs> this is
1: communist China.
0: <laughs> but I get where she's coming. Well, she?
1: I, I'm, I'm guessing. Assuming, I'm
0: assuming. Oh, yeah. Fat girl. Oh, yeah.
1: I never dated a fat girl. I'm so.
0: assuming, though. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take delete on this. She
1: so jacked up
0: i've never been in this situation where somebody has said this said something nasty to me and then i've still gone and fucked them like i've never been in that situation Mm -hmm. however i understand where she's coming from i understand getting the power of making this dude come with your fat body like i understand that
1: That just sounds like drama to me.
0: Oh, it's absolutely drama. (laughs) But good on you. Good on you, girl. Good on you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's... It's a hard... Weight is such a hard thing for the majority of people. Mm -hmm. Your appearance and then, and then, pairing that with dating, you are on vulnerable island. Mm-hmm. so I feel like I feel like it's she she did what she could <laughs> to kind of get back at him more or less, yeah. What are your thoughts? Have you ever had sex with somebody just to to spite them?
1: To spite them? Yes. No, not to spite them. That's not who I am.
0: Well, that's not who you are currently. That's, I don't know,
1: to spite someone? I don't think that's who I've ever been.
0: No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you being a young, horny teenager or young man running around you never had like a little spite (laughs) fuck a little get back at you uh
1: i cannot say that i have no
0: oh good no i i haven't either
1: (laughs) don't even want to know don't even want to know um that's episode three (laughs) So there have been times in my life when I was interested in just dating, just going out and just having fun. Mm -hmm. And other times in my life when I'm like, I'm I'm looking for something,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, and this person either is or isn't that when. When so I got married at 21, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which in retrospect was way too young. So I spent my 20s being a husband and a father.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then when I was 31, I got divorced and had to enter the world of dating again, post social media, post dating apps, and in my 30s,
0: Ew.
1: which is a much harder way to date, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And... There are dates when I went on where they were fine, but there was just no spark. There were people where I'm like, you know, maybe they're kind of cool. I could maybe see something kind of going this way, but either they were looking for something different or I just didn't get that vibe from them. Because, you know, when you're dating in your 30s, uh, I think there's a meme where I've seen online where dating in your 30s is just like, are we going to do this or not?
0: Right. (laughs) and it's outside with the moving truck and
1: it's kind of it's kind of very much like that where you know i was 35 had a good job making good money i was a single dad i've got two kids and i'm like i'm not i'm not here to mess around like either there's something here or there's not
0: That, that made me think of um the name of our podcast What's your angle? What's your angle, yes. Which we'll explain in coming episodes. We'll explain later.
1: Uh, Having said that, there are other times where it's just like, you know what? I'm just, I'm out having fun, and this is just going to be a fun night. And that's all it was ever meant to be. And that's
0: cool, too. Seven years later. I'm not
1: saying anything. (laughs) That's cool, too.
0: Um,
1: But as far as this goes, we're like, you go on a date and he's like wow you're fatter in person i never dated a fat girl before
0: but then he also proceeds with the date
1: yeah like they both did yeah and for me i'm just like why would you do
0: that
1: (laughs) no no i am not i am no way am i down for that no um but they went ahead and they both proceeded with the date and she went and uh i proceeded to drink all the alcohol (laughs) i mean it's like um like that character in parks and rec i don't remember if you've seen that or not but the the guy um like the stoic guy with the mustache Mm -hmm. you know who i'm talking about i can't remember his name right now or i can't even remember his character's name but he walks into a restaurant and he's like i want all the bacon and eggs that you have and the waitress is like all right cool he's like no 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 what I think you heard me say was, give me a lot of eggs and bacon. <laughs> what I said was, give me all cool. the eggs and bacon that you have. <laughs> and here, she says, I proceeded to drink all the alcohol.
0: <laughs> I mean, probably.
1: <laughs> we went like... to have sex. <clears throat> still, after, after all this. I walk towards the bedroom. He says, oh, no, no. <laughs> Oh no. No, no, no. That is for sleeping. No sex. Not not for sexy time making.
0: Have you ever come across that where there's a room? Okay. The only time I'm a, a, I have come across this is going to out me. Sorry, mom. The only time I have come across where there are specific rooms for sex mm-hmm. is when there are sex rooms.
1: That tracks.
0: <laughs> like you know the the that tracks right right <laughs> i've i've never come across where there is like the guest bedroom for for sex but then i sleep in my master bedroom like i've never heard of that before
1: i've i've heard of it i've never encountered well it. like i've i've heard of it
0: when i have encountered things like this it's because the the person has a spouse Okay. Like like this guy has a girlfriend or a wife.
1: Oh right. And he
0: doesn't want to have sex in their bed oh. in their bed.
1: Okay. No, that that, so that for could explain me, it.
0: Those are the only two times where I have seen or encountered or read or watched or whatever the situation. Um, like quote unquote sex rooms. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think, I, I, so I haven't encountered this personally. I think the closest I've come to encountering this is, uh, guys, I'm going to bed in my bed in my bedroom. You can use the whole rest of the house, but just like, let me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's. I think that's the closest I've come to that. <clears throat> um, yeah. So after we finished, I got dressed and walked out to my car. He comes running after me. I say, don't even bother calling me. And he got so mad. Um, I mean, he started out by saying, uh, wow, you are fatter in person. Well, he
0: found out what that fat girl can do.
1: <laughs> <And now laughs> she's like, don't even bother calling me. And he got so mad. Um, this... This is a very stupid man.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot of things. This
1: is a very, like, this is just, this is unintelligent. This is just a stupid man. Um, So I look at him and say, you're welcome. Misspelled your. (laughs) You're welcome. Where is my welcome? A fat girl just gave you the best orgasm of your life. He called me for months, begging to see this fat girl again. I just laughed and laughed. <laughs> yeah, this is just uh, this is just a lot of spite. This is super petty. Um, it, hey, if you're down for petty, cool. Like this is this is your jam.
0: We're down for petty.
1: Uh, me, I have a very low tolerance for drama and bullshit and pettiness. Very low tolerance. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, like, if I went to go on a date and they're like, wow, you're fatter than I expected. I'd just be like, see ya.
0: May I have some dessert, please? And
1: I would just leave right then.
0: (laughs) Oh, I would order all kinds of shit. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry that happened to you, Starbuck. That's all I can say. Starbuck. Yes. Starbuck. Mm -hmm, You're welcome. Cool. You're welcome.
1: I was like, wait, Katie Sackhoff? No. No. No.
0: All right. We are at the last question for today.
1: Oh, this is, oh, I'm just reading this for the first time.
0: Yes. Well, a story, more or less. All
1: right. Let me read this one.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: I went on a date with a guy who cried the whole time we had sex.
0: Which is okay. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Afterwards, he felt so guilty that he called his ex right in front of me to tell her that he just had sex with someone else.
0: That is not okay.
1: I told him to get out and never contact me.
0: Mm. Oof! So I feel like I feel like this person who submitted the story, um, did really one of the only things that you could do in this situation. Yeah. Number one. Number two. If somebody is crying while you're having sex with that person, you kind of need to check in with them. Yeah. And and f- <laughs> figure that, out what's going on.
1: Like, if somebody is crying during sex, and it's not like you guys have been together for a long time and maybe there's something going on. But, like, presumably, I would guess that this is, like, first date, first hookup guys crying the whole time.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Just I just feel like I have a picture uh, in my what's
1: head. <laughs> what's up? Yeah, are you okay? Uh, what's going on?
0: Does this feel good to you?
1: Yeah. Or even before <laughs> that, like 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 should we even be doing this at all? Exactly. You know, exactly. is this is this even the right thing to do in the first place? Exactly. Um I don't know if those conversations happened. It's not in here. But that's one of those things where it's just like, you know,
0: and he felt guilty. Uh,
1: sex should be uh, enthusiastically consensual and fun. Yeah. Really.
0: Why like, did he feel guilty though? That's what I don't want to that's what I don't know. Did he ma- I mean, maybe he broke up with his ex-girlfriend?
1: Maybe. And then he slept with somebody else and he felt really and bad then he about felt it. feel guilty, yeah. That's
0: the only
1: thing I. Think of. Um that's certainly a possibility. Hmm. Um this sometimes there are situations where you sleep with somebody and you know that sleeping with that person is a mistake and you just kind of feel gross gross and mm-hmm. dirty about it and
0: yeah but then you grab your clothes and you like head home afterwards you don't necessarily yeah, you sit don't, there you and don't, cry about yeah, it
1: you don't cry about it and you don't call your ex, call your ex in the bed while <laughs> you're still there yeah
0: that's dude did he excuse himself to the bathroom at least <sighs> Like, I'm just, I'm picturing him sitting on the edge of the bed, and the girl's just laying there, and he's, like, crying, calling his ex.
1: Yeah, this, this guy, uh, this guy is a, is a hot mess.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Choo-choo, that's a hot mess express. This,
1: this guy is a hot mess. Um, so... Being an engineer, being somebody who has run projects before as a project manager.
0: You run some trains?
1: <laughs> being somebody who has been a hiring manager trying to find the right people. The first question that comes to my mind is, okay, this this was obviously a disaster. Mm-hmm how do I change how I pick the next guy so that this doesn't happen again?
0: Well, I mean, I think the situation is a <laughs> like little... That's
1: how, that's how I'm thinking. You
0: can't predict if somebody's going to break down crying.
1: No, but you can be like, uh, yeah, do you have any recent exes that you feel bad about? Maybe talk <laughs> about some of that stuff like at dinner beforehand <laughs> or like... Or just kind of set some ground rules ahead of time, like yo, like this is what I'm expecting. I'm expecting you to like enjoy this enthusiastically and not cry the entire time. Like maybe just set some ground rules or something. I mean, I feel like there are any number of things that could, that could be done to just re- reduce the likelihood of this happening again. It's never going to be perfect. There's no, no such thing as perfection. There's no such thing as a hundred percent when human beings are involved.
0: Correct. But
1: you can. Reduce the likelihood by Mm -hmm. just improving your how how you pick.
0: Your picker is off. That
1: yeah, yeah. Well, and some people just don't have a very good pick.
0: This is true.
1: (laughs) Thank you for being part of this episode with us, watching us, listening to us. However, you're consuming this particular podcast, if you like it let us know in the comments if you hated it let us know in the comments yep, feedback is if good. you're like hey this was kind of cool but that part sucked let us know in the comments subscribe if you want more
0: yep what you said
1: yeah what i said yeah what i said just right now have a great week bye, we guys. will see you next time
0: bye that couldn't have been any more perfect